Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Educational Podcasting Today, the podcast that helps teachers learn how to make podcasts both in their home studios and in their classroom. And we are so happy and thankful for you to join us today. We've got some great things going on. A great guest today that's going to talk about his journey through podcasting and how you can take the journey today. And of course, if you guys are out there listening to this because you want to bring podcasting into your classroom, I have a great website that I want you guys to go and visit today podcastingwithstudents.com that's podcastingwithstudents.com check out our brand new landing page we're here to teach you guys how to bring podcasts into your classroom help you making the right decisions for apps for applications for curriculum all that great stuff if you're looking to bring podcasts into your classroom today check out podcastingwithstudents.com my guest today is the host of the Teacher's Journey podcast. He's been a good friend of mine for, oh, what are we at, seven or eight years now. A fantastic teacher down in South Jersey. I want to bring on a good friend, Mr. Brian Costello. Brian, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, Jeff. Thanks so much for uh, for having me join you. Thank you so much for being here today. How are things down in South Jersey? How you doing, my friend? Uh, they're windy and uh, and a little cold, but you know it's uh, it's not snowing or you know Minnesota or wherever wherever people are at where the, the entire state's closed. So I'm doing good. Uh, you know I got the kids to sleep and, and we're we're getting a chance to you know talk. We haven't uh, we haven't talked too much in a, in a while, so it's good to see you. We you haven't caught up. I, I, it's been a couple Ed camps since we've seen each other, and you're doing some pretty cool things. Not only are you doing some good stuff in the classroom, but you are now the the host of a fantastic podcast called The Teacher's Journey. Tell us a little bit about your show. Yeah, um, so The Teacher's Journey is uh, inspired for me. So uh, it's it's basically my opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with teachers about who they are and where they got where they are. So how they got to where they are and how that, you know, how that helps them or you know, helps them become or allowed them to become the teacher they are now. And what, how long have you been doing it? Uh, I started a little over a year ago. So last January is my first podcast. And uh, where can we find you? What's your website? Uh, my website is costellocorner.com. Uh, that's got all the good stuff there. So that's got books. That's got the podcast. Um, if you go to theteachersjourney.net, you'll find the book and the podcast stuff there as well. Um, but costellocorner.com, that's that's the website for all every all things that uh, that I do pretty much. Now, many people out there who are listening ask the question, how do you start a show? How does this whole thing go from, from concept poorly. in your mind? <laughs> okay. You start I, poorly I, and you get better, you know? <laughs> I, I, I'll let you finish that conversation. Go ahead. How, how yeah. did you start and how poorly was it? Um, oh, wow. Uh, okay. So um, basically, I was talking with um, Dr. Sarah Thomas, who is the publisher for my book. And she basically said, what do you want to do with this? Um, you know, what would you see yourself doing with this? And I said, I look at this like, and it's actually the the, the logo actually is, kind of fits this, um, is when I was in high school, I remember like one of the most meaningful classes I had, I remember watching these series of conversations between Joseph Campbell and uh, Bill Moyers. And they just sat down on armchairs in these big library, like super classic educational st style and had these amazing conversations about life and mythology and everything in the world. And I thought, 
man, I would love to just sit down with teachers all over the place and talk to them about their journey and their life and how they got to be where they are. And she, she looked me right in the face and she said, well, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> I was like, well, what do you mean? She goes, you could do it. Broadcast, you could do a podcast, you could do anything. So, like, what would you, what would you do? I said, well, a podcast probably work. I could do that. Um, so, I spent probably about two or three weeks looking at things to figure out how to, you know, how, what I wanted to use. I asked some people, I asked around uh, for people who had, um, you know, starter shows. People had just recently started shows in the past six months or so or a year. Uh, and so, what do you use? What do you, you know, what do you use to, to edit? What did you use to, um, put this, put everything together. I just got some, you know, got, got some advice and I'm sure we'll get into all that in a minute, but, um, and I said, all right, now I just need to get people to talk to me. <laughs> um, and I had a guest lined up and I was ready to, to do this podcast and I was going to record it like 1030 at night because my kids were asleep and, uh, this person was on the West coast and they had a, um, family emergency and couldn't do it. And I just like reached out to a handful of people. I knew I was like, Hey, does anybody want to come on and do this? Uh, and Jennifer Kasatov was like, yes, I will do this. I'm, I'm awake and I'm here. As long as you don't need my visual, like my face, uh, we can just do audio only. And I said, yeah, let's do it. Um, and it was, it was so much fun. Uh, it was bad, but it was fun. Um, <clears throat> and just bad in terms of, I didn't know, what I was doing with the recording of it. I didn't know how like the whole workflow process took forever. I didn't have an introduction or a, you know, an ending at all. I just, I had the, the, the content and I had to go back and figure out all the rest afterwards. Um, but yeah, it just started. Like I, I just said, all right, let's do it. And after a couple of weeks I had guests and I lined up more and more and I tried to commit to a certain timeline and everything like that. So and, and you know that it's a good story and I'm glad that you're telling this because many people start their show and they say, I don't know how to start. I don't know what to do first. And the answer is always just start, All right? Yeah. Hit the record button, do it. And, and you know, I, I always preach about the rule of 50. Your first 50 episodes are not ever going to be as good as your next 50 episodes, right? Every episode's going to get better. Eventually you're going to hit the first step and you're going to go, all right, I kind of know what I'm doing. And, you know, 50 episodes, if you think about it, that that's a year or that's a half a year, depending on yeah. how often you, you, you do the recordings and stuff. But, but let me, let's kind of go back to this, you know, so you did your first episode. It took you two swings to get a guest. What have you learned since then? Oh, a lot. Um, a lot about just the workflow of it. Uh, a lot about how I, um, how I want to, uh, how I wanted to approach what I was doing. So when I first started recording, I didn't necessarily know how I wanted the whole thing to work out. I didn't know if I was going to be cutting it down. If I was going to be like, I was thinking to myself, this is going to be 30 minutes and a story. No, no more than that. Maybe 20. And now I have some conversations that just go on, like they're, they're 50 minutes. Um, you know, and I realized that that's a longer time for a podcast and not everybody's listening to long, like longer length podcasts, but it's so, the conversations we're having were so interesting and so meaningful that I, you know, I didn't want to cut them off. Um, and I had made a decision about the type of podcast I wanted to do, uh, probably like 
after the first episode um when i said i knew i wanted to do conversation but i didn't really i didn't i, w I was trying to be more structured at first and i realized that that wasn't going to fit the type of thing that i wanted to do um it's the type of show i wanted to do so but one of the things i think i've learned the most is just my <clears throat> what works well for me workflow wise like how i um you know get my schedule my episodes how i get them my guests in place how i what i record with what i um you know how i go through that what i use and go through for the editing process and how i just get everything like the workflow went from you know days to hours to like less than an hour after recording i have so unless, so what, there's, unless there's a disaster on the recording and where i have to do a lot of editing it's usually you know it's about an hour well, walk us through the process because a lot of people when they're first starting off um you know they're faced with so many options and i see it on facebook every day right somebody comes on and says what's the best app for this and then they just get alligated with all of these different options all the apps. <laughs> and and they're all the best app right because everybody that's that's answering that at some point has taken the time to not like other apps so I'm sure you've gone through your trial where you said what's out there and you've gone, okay, I don't like this. I like this. This doesn't cost money. This doesn't cost money. This is good. This is bad. What are you currently using on your system to do, uh, you know, voice to voice or video to video recordings? Uh, so the recording itself, I use zoom, uh, and I don't record enough or with enough people to have it cost anything. Good. So if you use, I think it's less than four guests. I could be wrong on that. So maybe I don't know if you have, know, have more specific numbers, but I know that I don't normally have more than one guest on at a time. Okay. So if you're not having multiple guests, um, I record with Zoom. It gives me the video file, the audio file, and both individual audio files. So like each guest audio file all separated out. So if I needed to go through and edit the individual audio from one side or the other, uh, it does break them down separately, which is really nice. Um, and just that I don't need the video file from the, so if I'm not using video, which typically I'm not, um, I can just drop the, the audio file into the editing software and, uh, and go from there. Um, I do use, uh, Camtasia for my editing, um, just because I'm comfortable with it and I have a free, I have the, um, a, a uh, like a complimentary license. So it is a, it is a cost based service. I think I would say that I would probably pay for it if I didn't get it for free uh, after having used it for a long enough time, just because of how much I, I enjoy the the ease of it. Um, but there are other programs that do very similar things, and some of which don't cost money. So you're using Zoom to do recording, and that that's yeah. a great tool. We use that here um, on TeacherCast from time to time, and I love that it gives you, like you said, not only does it give you the video, it gives you the audio, and it does that for free. Um, I think it even gives you up to 40 minutes or 45. It, it, it times you out on the free plan, but, you know, for for a new podcast you're getting into that zoom is a great option um and also we love camtasia to, to do screencast to do editing to do all those different things what about the equipment here because of course that's always the first question that i get from teachers and new podcasters is i want to do this how much money am i spending right so what 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 are you uh what are you in for right now what 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 do you recommend for new podcasters um, I'm still using the same microphone I bought a year ago, which, uh, I have found is pretty good. Um, is a, um, a snowball, uh, 
I got the the one with the multi-directional sound, so it's not the it's the little bit more expensive one, but they go on sale all the time. So I yeah. think I, I paid less than fifty dollars for it. And and, and that's um, a good quality and it's, um, USB microphone. You yeah. can use it on an iPad, on a Chromebook, anything like that. Yeah, and so um, I've I've used it with a couple different computers as I um, was talking to you about beforehand. When I first started this, I was kind of between um, I was between MacBooks, so mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because they're not cheap. And uh, but the so I was using a, a, a low end um, uh, low end um, a low end Microsoft computer, just a basic one mm -hmm. um, that I could use to have that I could get the software on. That I needed and it was perfectly fine. Um, one of the things I've added to that over the in the past um, past like month or so is just a, a pop filter. Um, and one of the reasons I did that is because I was doing some um, audio recording beyond my podcast, which was just me, and I found that the the sounds that I could hear in my voice when it was just me and I was just doing individual like individual reading uh in the microphone were uh, gross uh, <laughs> basically i i just I, wow that's that's terrible uh and that was like 10 bucks i mean it's basically just a piece of a thin piece of foam that you put in front of your microphone to make sure that it's uh you know working properly and, and you're not catching as much of that and amazingly it really did filter out a lot of that that sound and we'll put some links as Brian's talking here. We're we're going to be adding all the links in our show notes. This is over on Educational Podcasting Today, episode number 42. We're going to have links to, to Camtasia and Zoom and Snowball. And I'll, I'll put in some pop filter mics. And I don't know if, Brian, if you can give me the link to whatever you're using there. We can we can make sure that everyone's having this stuff because this is these are important conversations. But really, when we're looking at this, it comes down to, okay, what are you going to do with your show? What kind of content are you doing? Now, you made a, a, an interesting decision here, one that I, I'm really interested in learning about. You created your podcast website using... Wix. Using Wix. And I hear about Wix almost every time I turn on YouTube, I get some kind of a Wix commercial or something. Why create your podcast website on Wix? Okay, so my podcast website, I basically I had um, I had like five websites at one point. So I had a website for um, myself. I had a website for um, my you know global uh, global connection project that I've been doing. I had a website for my kids' books that I'd written. So I had like I had all these websites, and I thought I want to. I had a blog, and I had you know I was building this website for the for the book and podcast. And I thought to myself, no, I, I need to put all these in one place. Um, I need to get this all in one, like one little nice neat package so that when I need to do stuff to it, I don't, and I'm not, and also, so I'm not trying to promote five, six different places at once. I can just get every place. I, in one I, I, I got to ask you how far down the rabbit hole did you go before you turned around? In terms I, I, of how many different I, I, websites that I have. I, I can't tell you how many times that was my story of I'm going to do this and this and this. And then you just stop and go, what did I just do to myself? <laughs> um, you know, I just, I, I, I always end up doing more things. Like I, I pick up new stuff. I decide to do new things. I try out new, new, you know, I've got, I've got things on my plate that I haven't even gotten to yet that I'm like, I, I really want to get to this. So, you know, I, the thing is, for a while, I was just I, I when something new came along, you know, I'd buy the domain name for ten bucks, and then I'd 
or 12 bucks, whatever it costs for two years when you buy it outright, like mm -hmm. it was $20 for two years, whatever it is to buy the domain name. So you don't have, um, you know, Wix or Weebly or whatever in your, in your, in your, um, in your name. So I bought the, bought them outright and I was buying them and I had all these, these domain names and I had all these websites I'm thinking to myself, why do I have so many websites? <laughs> <laughs> like I could do all this in one website, which is a bunch of pages and sub pages. And so what I ended up wanting to make sure was that I had a platform where um, I could um, I could import video uh, and I could, um, if I wanted to expand to set up, um, you know, store sales, if I could do that, if I wanted to, um, if I wanted to uh, house the audio um, playback from Spreaker, which is where my podcast is, is hosted, uh, I could embed that right into the into the website uh and i could do all that with weebly uh and i could do all that with um basically anything uh, maybe mm -hmm. not google sites but everything else any, any one of the paid sites paid website options i could do all that with uh wix had a good sale so that was that was part of the deciding factor um but one of the things that they offered that i hadn't thought of until i'd started working on writing was a um a marketing feature so like you have people sign up for your site and they have access to specific materials and then also you have the opportunity to to they get emails from updates from you which is not something i do often uh, but maybe four or five times a year i'll send an email out to people who are signed up for my website hey i'm going to be speaking at this place or hey this is something new and exciting that's coming out um or hey my kids books are free on smashwords for you know, the next month, stuff like that. Um, just to, you know, send out those interesting updates. And the other thing is I wanted to house um, all of my PD content in one place for people to access. Uh, and I was having, a, I had recently had a problem with someone using my presentation, um, like the name, the, the description, the everything. Um, at a conference where I was speaking. So I saw the description and the name and the, the name of the place. And I said, am I, am I doing an extra session that I didn't know about? And they were like, no, no. I'm like, this is the session I submitted. It's a session I've done three different places <laughs> in this, like, and two of which were local <laughs> and just like, all right, so I need a place to put my content so that I'm not just giving people out the Google slides to everything right. um, so that I know who's getting access to it. And everybody had it and it was perfectly fine. But just after having that experience, I wanted to have a little more control over um, who's using the things that I'm sharing. And, and and all this stuff is important. You know, like when we talk about making websites, it's not about making the website, right? It's about using that online space and thinking about it as a digital hub. It's the one yeah. place that you want people to go to find your book, to find your podcast, to read your blog, to subscribe to the newsletter, to to learn what you're having for breakfast on Instagram, to, to follow you on Snapchat, all of those great things. Um, you know, that's why when we're looking at creating a podcast and we're talking about building a brand for yourself, that website is so important to, to get it done and to get it done right, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's really important. I mean, most of those website builders do a lot of the same things and they're not hard to use. They're not hard to make the website look nice. Um, you know, you just spend a little bit of time on it. You can make it look the way you want it to. But the 
the idea that you don't have you don't have to send people in a bunch of different directions. No, you can kind of have everybody that is going. So that way, you get the people who are going to learn about your PD see the stuff about your podcast. People who are going to learn about your podcast see the things about your PD or your blog or whatever else you want them to see. So it's all there. They say, "Oh, I never knew that so and so, you know, had a book, or so and so had a podcast, or so and so." And then all of a sudden, you get a little, a lot more traffic at those those things because it's all you know housed in one spot. Friends, before we move on with our show, I wanted to let you guys know I have been in education now for almost. 20 years. And I've seen the changes some students have come to face every single day, whether it's going through school hungry, not being able to see a doctor when they're sick or not getting the proper rest at night. These challenges make it hard for kids to focus on their learning. I remember a story of a student who came to my office one day and she could barely stay awake due to all the circumstances happening around her at home that were beyond her control. I didn't know what I could do and I wanted to be able to help her out in any way that I could. Thankfully, Concordia University in Portland is leading the way with their three to PhD program that helps to combat students' fears freeing them to pursue their highest dreams. They're revolutionizing education by creating holistic model that provides groceries, healthcare, and even clothing to students right here on campus, helping them thrive and helping our community strengthen and grow. Concordia's College of Education offers online and on-campus programs where students have the opportunity to learn about a more compassionate approach to education and see how nurturing the whole student can lead to amazing things. To learn more about how you can help students conquer their monsters and achieve their highest dreams, visit cu-portland.edu forward slash let's conquer. That's cu-portland.edu forward slash let's conquer. And we're, use the hashtag nature educate grow. Now, you might be listening to this show and saying, look, I am looking to write a book. I'm looking to be a speaker. I've got PD things that I'm going to be building. I don't have a good website. I'm looking for help maybe redesigning my website. And that's where I'm going to suggest to you guys to check out educationalwebdesign.com today. There's a lot of great things happening over at educationalwebdesign.com. But if you're looking to have your website looked at, redesigned, Check out the, the guys over at educationalwebdesign.com. Fill out the Google form over there. They're going to do one-to-one consulting for you. Help you guys build your educational brand. Visit educationalwebdesign.com today. Now, Brian, you said that you've been podcasting for a year. You said you learned a lot about podcasting. Where do you see yourself going in the next, uh, in, in, you know, let's say in the next six months or so as we head into the summertime? What do you hope to see your podcast do for yourself? Um, I... One of the things I think I love the most about the podcast is the diverse nature of the guests and the stories they have to tell. Um, so my first year, most of my guests were teachers. Um, I think I had one administrator, like one administrator, and um, you know a couple of uh, like media people, like media studies and school librarians, stuff like that. But most of them were teachers. I, I branched into some administrators. I'm toying with the idea of doing some things with um you know student teachers or like brand new te- like teachers who are looking for jobs things like that to try and get those stories told as well uh, really one of the things that i want to do is tell as many stories as possible because one one of the most rewarding things about this podcast has been i've had people who've reached out to me privately and said you know 
I hear your podcast in the morning on my way to work and it gets me through the day, you know, to have someone. Yeah, seriously. It's like, I was like, wow, that's incredible. Um, Cause I really wasn't expecting that. Um, I was just trying to, you know, I'm just having some fun and, and talking to people that are interesting and, and hearing their stories. But those people's stories resonate with different people in different ways because of, you know, what those people are also going through. And what I hope for over the next six months to year is to get a few more different types of stories involved. So all these stories have been different, which is amazing. Some of which have taken a lot of surprise turns on me, which also interesting um, and in a lot of good ways. Um, but, you know, I, I want to try and branch out outside of just, and I don't mean this in, the, in a negative way, but I want to branch out inside of past just doing doing podcasts with teachers. Mm -hmm. So get some more administrators, get some people who are new to the field, get some people who are, um, who work in like educational technology, uh, cool. not specifically like in a, in school classrooms, but people who work outside of educational technology and how did they get to that place? Well, what makes a good podcast guest? Um, that they're willing to share a little bit of themselves. I think that makes a really good guest, at least for me, mm -hmm. uh, because I'm asking them to talk to me about where they get started in education, how they decided to become a teacher, and things that went things that went wrong along the way, um, and and how they ended up where they are. And usually that involves a lot of um, there's always you know there's always plenty of great stories and positive things, and there's also usually some some difficult things to talk about, and what I've found is that once you get talking to people, they start sharing. Uh, they start sharing a little more than they maybe expected and usually not more than they want to, but more than they might've expected. And having that person share an honest story about their life. Um, you, and you, and you know, this as well, I'm sure, but you know, when you look at, and this, I think this has to have to apply to people who are going to be looking at podcasting. Um, and they say, oh, I can't do that because look at, look at teacher cast. I can't be a show like that. Like I, I, I'm not in that. I don't know how to do that. Um, every one of us has had moments of that, like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, and at some point we all had those moments where I, I don't know how to do that. I can't be that person. I, you know, or we tried to do that and failed. Uh, and, and having good guests to me means having people who are willing to share a little bit of that. Uh, with the listeners so that those people who are struggling or who need the boost or who need um, to be affirmed in a way that, uh, you know, that we all need to be affirmed sometimes, hear that it's okay, uh, that it's going to be all right, that these people who have been through some of them incredible things um, have managed to do well. And those are some of the people that you look at and you think to yourself, I can never be that. But here they are. It, and they've been things that you've been through. Well, and it's always important to, 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 you know, we say networking is important, right? But it's not, it's not always just networking, you know, meeting people to meet people. It's meeting people that have traveled where you've been. That way you can reach out when you need that help. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, and, 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 and of all different kinds of life. Men mentoring is a great thing and a great place to look for that is, you know, Twitter, Facebook, social media, other podcasters that are doing this. Brian, who do you look up to in the in, in the in the educational or in the podcasting world? Like when you when you're sitting there going, I'm stuck, what do I do? Where, where do you turn? Um, so in terms of just educational, I have a handful of uh, really good 
good friends, people who I've, you know, known for a long time through, you know, a lot of them through social media. And if I don't know what to do, um, you know, besides talking to my family, I, I try to talk to them and say, you know, what's, what's going on in this situation? Um, I've had a few situations over the past few years, probably like five, past five years or so, where um, things just didn't go well. And I definitely needed those people. Uh, you know, people like Corey Graham uh, and Sarah Thomas and, um, you know, oh, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, but the people that have really been there for me from the, from the get-go for a long time. Um, and then when it comes to podcasting, uh, it's been... It's interesting, but I've had a lot of good advice and I, I watched a lot of your shows and I remember talking to you at the beginning, like when you first and some just really random things that I thought learned about, like you talked about one time just saying, you know, I never actually just stopped the whole thing. I just let it go. And when things go wrong, I just wave my hand. And then I, when I'm watching the video, I know that's where I need to make make cuts, mm-hmm. uh, which was really helpful because the con- just stopping the recording at any time is a pain. Um that, and, that, that is a big lesson for new podcasters. One yeah. file, one podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's much easier that way. And uh, things like that, just, you know, yourself and, and a few other podcasters that I enjoy listening to, Dan Krennis. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I find that I, I listen to randomly, like I'll listen to someone will post something that they did and I'll be like, oh, I never heard of that one before. And there's all ton, there's always new educational podcasts coming out. And I, when I hear other people's podcasts, it kind of lets me think about what they're doing and how I, I could be doing it differently. Um, and if there's anything that I could add to or, or change. Um, and one of the reasons I've talked and thought more about broadening out where I am like who I'm talking to is uh, from listening and talking to, uh, to Dr. Will because mm-hmm. his, you know, his podcast, he got, got me thinking about, you know, yes, he, he said, when he, when I changed the the direction of my podcast, he said it changed everything and it really made things interesting for me. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, how can I broaden the connections of my own, uh, my own podcast? So, and so what can we learn from Dr. Will, which by the way, I'll, 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 we just had Dr. Will on the show and I'll put the link over here, but you know, if, if you ever watch the Dr. Will show, he is not afraid to pivot, right? Like, if you're going in one direction and it doesn't work for you, make a left turn and, and move that needle a little bit. Um, he's got some good stuff. I'm, I'm glad that you're a Dr. Will fan. Cause we certainly are here on teacher cast. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a, actually did a great podcast with Dr. Will. And the funny thing is, I, I almost wish that I had recorded the conversation that took place after the podcast because we ah. just we just sat there and talked for about three hours, <laughs> like like it was it must have been midnight by the time I was done talking to him, and it was just you know it was just such a good conversation even after we recorded. But one of the things that that really you know hit home for me was he said, "There's so much out there. Um, there's so much that we can all learn from." He said just because someone's not in education doesn't mean that their message, their thoughts, their ideas can't be impactful for you. Um, and that broadening out those connections and starting to learn from people outside of the, the field and, and bring them into his podcast so other people could learn from people outside the field made him feel like he, he said that that reinvigorated him in terms of uh, in terms of doing the podcast, in terms of continuing on with that. 
and uh, and really, you know, I, I see that as an opportunity to, you know, do something that's a little different than the, you know, the masses, which is something I've already done. I feel like I'm already doing a bit of is, you know, there's there's usually only one set question for my podcast, which is, you know, where, you know, when did you realize you want to become an educator? Mm-hmm. And then we just go off of that story. And, uh, and so I really like the idea of bringing some new things to this, sh- to the show and, and changing some, uh, just changing the idea of who we can learn from, what kind of lessons are important. Uh, I don't know if I go, if I'll go quite as far off, um, from education as Dr. Will's calling, cause he's got a lot of different, ty- different types of guests on and all different kinds of fields. Um, I think my guests would probably still be relatively related to education, but I like the idea of broadening out and, and learning a little bit from people out, outside of the education field. It, it, it is a good show that he puts together. And, you know, again, this is ep- educational podcasting today, episode number 42. And uh, we're going to have all the links in here to our da- uh, Dan Krinas show, who does the Leader of Learning podcast. We got our links to the show with Dr. Will here. Um, you know, Brian, if there's any advice that you could give a new podcaster, somebody out there who's listening to this show and saying, man, I know I can do this. All it takes is to get a snowball microphone and some wicks. What do you, what, what advice do you have for those new podcasters out there? Just hit record. Like you said at the beginning, do it, just push the button. Um, you know what? It's, it's amazing how much, once I had the first episode recorded, I had to figure out how to do the rest of it. Uh, you know, I had to work through the rest of it, even if it took a little bit more time. And then once you figure it out, like once you get it down, you can really, you can really cut through the, the, the parts that are scary for you. So once you've done it once or twice, like you said, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, it's going to be a lot better. But once you've done it once or twice, the, the fear of, I'm not really sure if I could do this is gone. And you'll find that as soon as you notice that even if it's 10 people have listened to your podcast, uh, it's very affirming for the fact that you're putting something out there and people are listening to it. Um, and you get the statistics that kind of give you how much time people were listening and things like that. And you realize people are listening to the whole show, which is amazing, especially because some of my shows run long, um, but people are listening. And then after enough time, you get messages from people saying, hey, I really love this. Or, hey, this is important to me. I hope you keep doing it. Uh, and that that makes them that just it's it's really worth it so don't um don't get hung up on it being good because it's more important necessarily for the message to be out than it is and the story you want to tell and the thing you want to share with the world is more important than the the quality of the the sound and the editing and everything else you know you'll get that stuff down but you're never going to get it down on day one you got to practice it you got to go through it that is amazing advice and i i can't do anything other than echo that you know your first episode's not nearly going to be as good as your 50th episode and you know listen to other educational podcasters listen to other podcasters out there who are not in the educational field what can we take away from their shows to bring into our own Brian, I got to tell you, you got the book, you got the great looking website, you got a fantastic podcast. What what is next here, my friend? What what other mountains does Brian Costello have left to uh, to climb here? Uh, well, I'm I'm 
not so secretly at this point since I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on putting the book on Audible. Okay. Uh, which will be uh, which will be fun. I am also working on another book, though that's going a lot slower than the first one. Uh, so something kind of a little bit of a follow up, but we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping that in, you know, telling the more I say it out loud, the faster it's going to get done. Uh, <laughs> and um, you know, and last but not least, I'm I'm in the process, the multi year process at my school of redesigning and re-engineering the the computer lab that I've been given to work in. Uh, so I'm hoping over the next year or two to start building up the funding and the grants to turn my computer lab into a full-blown robotics and virtual reality lab. Uh, nice. Which or two, I teach robotics and, and the AR VR is something I just, I, I just really enjoy. So um, I want to bring it to my kids and give them the chance to experience that stuff firsthand, you know, out front, out front of the crowd. Uh, so yeah, those are the things I'll be working on. That's awesome. The, the podcast is called The Teacher's Journey. The website is costellocorner.com. Brian, what's your Twitter? Where can we find you online? Uh, at btcostello05. Uh, that'd be my Twitter. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's the best way to get anything I share online with the exception of, um, you know, things that are going on like my, my robotics lab, which would be at FAMS Future, F-A-M-S-F-U-T-U-R-E. Um, that's where I share all the cool stuff that's happening in my robotics lab. That's on Instagram. Uh, I have that on Twitter too, but it's really that's really an Instagram page. Uh, but um, yeah, my Twitter at btcostello05 is where you'll find me doing for most of the uh, if you if you need to reach out for me for anything. And we will make sure that we have the links to everything over in our show notes. This is educational podcasting today, episode number forty-two. And if you're a podcaster looking to share your passions on our show, we would love to have you guys as a guest. Reach out to us on Twitter at podcasting today and of course you can leave us a voice message with all of your podcasting questions at teachercast.net slash voicemail brian one more time thank you so much for taking the time today to be with us congratulations on a successful book and a great podcast and continue uh you know keep up the great work there my friend thank you thank you for letting me uh be a part of the show Absolutely. And we want to have you guys be a part of this show and everybody else, please come on your show or please, you know, please take a moment and reach out to us. We would love to have you guys on here. And on behalf of everybody here in the teacher cast educational network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.